Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It's so good to have you today. I'm just amazed that day in and day out you all log on and you watch this and I pray that it's a blessing to you. Today we're at Genesis chapter 5. When we have some coffee, we'll pray and we'll get into what the Lord has for us today. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Father, for the rich blessing it is to come to know Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we pray now that as we read your word, that you would please work in our hearts, that we would know who you are, that we would follow in your ways, that we would walk with you. Lord, please teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are at Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5, we'll read the whole section. Now, I'm just going to say, this is uh, a part where I'm probably going to do some bad pronunciation. So just bear with me here. Let's go. Genesis chapter 5. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them, male and female, and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his own language and named him Seth. After he begot Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years. And he had sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Seth lived 150 years and begot Enosh. After he begot Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Enosh lived 90 years. And begot Canaan. After he begot Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and had sons and daughters, and so all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalalel. After he begot Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. Mahalalel lived 65 years and begot Jared. After he begot Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years, and he died. Jared lived 162 years. And begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Methuselah lived 180 
eighty-seven years and begot Lamech. After he begot Lamech, Methuselah lived seven hundred and eighty-two years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred and sixty-nine years, and he died. Lamech lived one hundred and eighty-two years and had a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which Yahweh has cursed. After he begot Noah, Lamech lived five hundred and ninety-five years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were seven hundred and seventy-seven years, and he died. And Noah was five hundred years old and begot Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Well, we need to ask ourselves three questions. A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in response to this? So, A, what is this about? Well, this is actually a new section. You'll notice in verse 1, this is the book of the genealogy of Adam. Uh, This is a new Toledot. Right, this is a, a new part of the history, and so it's moving us all the way from Adam, and it's moving us way into the future, to Noah. It's f- filling the earth. It's sons and daughters. It's patri- our patriarchs, uh, fathers of our of our genealogy and ancestry, rising, having children, then dying, and so we have a series of different people. Right, first, we get again that man is created in God's image. Right, this means that we are reasonable souls, that we have uh, communicable attributes with God, that as God is holy, we ought to be holy. As God is love, we ought to love one another. There are uh, attributes of God that are also in us. Right now, ours have been marred and marked by the, by the fall, by sin, uh, but we are still made in God's image. There is an inherent value in mankind because of that. And so, uh, he's, he makes man, and, and it goes into a different series. The, the pattern here is typically how old the person was, how old they were when they had their first son, how long they lived after that, how long they lived total, and then died. And so we have from Adam to Seth, from Seth to Enosh, Enosh to Canaan, Canaan to Mahalalel, Mahalalel to Jared, Jared to Enoch, and then uh, Enoch to Methuselah, Methuselah to Lamech, Lamech to Noah. And we see only in, we see in this pattern just a few changes just just a few times that this pattern is broken and that's where i think this passage as a whole is actually about it will we notice that this pattern is broken in verse 22 this is about enoch after he begot methuselah enoch walked with god 300 years no other person in the genealogy is marked this way, but there's something special about Enoch. He walks with God. See, in the last chapter, at the end of chapter 4, we learned that it was at this time people began to call on the name of Jehovah, call on the covenant name of the God of heaven who had made them and created them. And here we find Enoch walking with God. The pattern of his life 
was that of walking before God. He had a life devoted to holiness and to godliness. So he walks with God for 300 years. And notice every single one of them, the rest of them, and he died, and he died, and he died, and he died. But when we get to verse 24, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Somehow this passage drums up in our minds an idea of the Lord himself scooping down from heaven and picking him up, almost like Elisha or Elijah later on in the in the New Testament or in the Old Testament where the Lord would send a chariot of fire to come and and take Elijah up in a whirlwind. And so this is the Lord himself for some reason recognizing that this person instead of dying a natural death like we would expect is taken into the into the next world into the next life into heaven by a way that's different than the ordinary death. And it is this Enoch, who most likely would be alive, walking with God, when his grandson, or his great-grandson, Noah, would be born. Now, interestingly, when Noah is born, this pattern is also changed. We, we notice that there's, there's going to be, when there's a change in the pattern, there's going to be an emphasis in the person. And indeed, chapters 6 through 9 will be... Uh, the story about Noah. But what we've come to find here is when his father names him, he says this. Nobody else's name is explained. Right? The only person whose name is explained is that God called them mankind. Um, and so, but that's just the Lord saying he made us in his image. Um, here, his father says, this one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which Jehovah has cursed. See, the word noach in Hebrew means rest. And so what his father is doing, what, what Lamech is, is doing, is he's saying that he knows that the curse was real, that it was the Lord himself who had cursed the ground because of man's sin, and they were desiring rest from that toil, rest from that label, labor. And so he calls him rest. He calls him Noah. But then Lamech lives the 777 years and he died. Now, interestingly, and I don't know how much weight to put on this, Noah has three sons, but he does not have those sons until 500 years we notice all the rest of them, the average age of having a child is probably somewhere around 65 to 160, somewhere in that range. So, you know, at a ripe young age of 100 years old, maybe people would be having their first child. But Noah's five times older than that before he has Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. And so there's this just interesting note there. I'm not sure how much to make of it. But see, there's this longing in the human soul. I think that's what this is getting at. There's a longing in the human soul to, one, know God, the God in whom we have been made after in his image. Two, for the godly to walk with him, 
to be in a pattern of life in which looks to him and loves him and follows him. Three, to live with him. To not taste death, but to be taken to him. And four, to have rest for our souls. These four things we long for, that we see here in Genesis chapter 5, we see only fulfilled in Jesus Christ. That it is Jesus in whom we have the fullness of the image of God and who we were supposed to be. It is in Jesus Christ that we can walk with God. It is in Jesus Christ that we can finally know that death has been defeated. And it is in Jesus Christ that we can finally have rest from the toils of our labor. It is in Jesus Christ that these promises, that these hopes will finally come to pass. So, What's the best verse to underline in this section? Well, in my Bible, I have uh, verse 22 and 24 underlined. I would, you can also underline verse 1, you know, the genealogy of Adam. I would also probably in my Bible uh, underline verse 29, what it explains Noah's name. Well, last see calling. What are we called to do? Do we trust in God's ongoing covenant mercies that he would bring about this seed, that he would, he would continue humanity on, that he would continue to remember his promises, his promise in Genesis 3.15, that the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent? Do we believe that if we love Jesus Christ that we can walk with him? Do we believe that if we love Jesus Christ, that though our bodies might die, we will live forever? Do we trust in God's enduring mercies from generation to generation? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we pray that as we go about our work today and as we go about our business today, we pray that we would walk with you We pray that we would pray always and without ceasing that we would be abounding with joy and thankfulness. Lord, we pray that you would let us take comfort and peace in our souls knowing that you have given us rest in our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May his peace wash over your soul. May you abound with thankfulness and pray always. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.